Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello folks and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I'm your host, Paula Arujo. I'm a writer, theatre creator and marketer. And this week we are talking about periods with Carly Rusin. Please tell me I said your surname correctly. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Very well done. Phew. Okay. Now that that's over with, can you please introduce your lovely self to our listeners? Hi everyone. Uh, like Paula said, I'm Carly Rusin and... Um, I'm an actor, creative, um, pretty much anything under that banner, but I also kind of dabble in fitness and health and nutrition as well. Yeah, you, you do CrossFit, you're very fit. You, <laughs> oh, I used to do CrossFit. Oh. Yeah, now I just, I, I do my own workout. That's yeah. so cool. Good on you. CrossFit scares me. <laughs> it can be scary, yeah. It genuinely scares me. Like, <laughs> those big tires? Why are they flipping the tires, Carly? Uh, what is that in preparation for? Is there an apocalypse, <laughs> re- like revolving around you're tires? Like, you're like, oh, okay, this is training. This is training for like the end of the world. Here mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, yeah. Do you know something that we don't know? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you stumbled through anything this week? Uh, just uh, I moved house recently, oh. so yeah. Um, just going through the last of that, and I thought I was done, thought I was clean cut and mm-hmm. gone, but um, I got two different messages from my previous housemates, uh, Cookby Gap and Electricity Bills had come oh. in, and apparently I was still there for like three to four weeks of the last bill, so that was an unexpected <sighs> bill that I had to factor into my account. Bravo. Oh, that's so frustrating, because mm. like it comes out, qu- is it quarterly? Yeah, uh, a three monthly with that one. Yeah, I yeah. Think normally it's usually quarterly, it's quarterly, but, but it's, it's it just depends weird. on the company. Oh, uh, okay. Why can't everyone just like regulate the bills to come out at the same time for everyone? Oh, but that would be that would be scary though. Yeah. If every bill came at once. Oh, that's true. Like everything to do with cars seems to happen at the same time oh, at yeah, the same time of the year. Oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Oh god, yeah. That was that was me over the past two weeks because it was <laughs> rego and then today I took my car in for a service. Oh. And they were like, "Hey, so we need to replace your battery." And I was like, "Yep, nope, still that coming. It's been in there for 5 years. Still coming." And they were like, "Also all of your tires." And I was like, "Oh." No. And then they gave you <clears throat> options. They're like, you have three <clears throat> options of time. <laughs> <laughs> it was expensive, super expensive. Would you like to sell a kidney? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Oh, speaking of internal organs, um, periods. Yes. Yes. So, normal period discharge. What does that look like? What should we be concerned about? Okay, so um, there's a really great kind of way to look at it. If 
It's the colour of a strawberry. Mm-hmm. It means that you have, like, low estrogen, so it's oh. not so great. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's the colour of, like, a cranberry, um, I mean, the only cranberries most people see are dried cranberries. Yeah. But still... <laughs> but around about cells, does that count? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. colour. That's, that's quite normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my doctor tries to avoid using the word no, normal because mm-hmm. that's has connotations. Um, True, like standard. it's normal for you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cranberry is mm-hmm. like a standard colour that we, we're hoping for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you have like uh, a darker, they, they say blueberry, but blueberries aren't, they're blue. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking more like a deep, ready purple. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe like a maroon. Oh. Not so, like cranberry's lighter, but mm. a dark maroony, mm. almost verging on like ready brown. Yeah. That means that you've got high estrogen. Okay. So that's a problem as well. Oh, what is that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. What? So so women and mm-hmm. men all have different yeah. hormone levels. Like there's estrogen and um, there's testosterone. It's not like female or male hormones. No, it's just no, a lot of hormones. Think so, but <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, but yeah, we can have high estrogen and low estrogen, and they will definitely affect uh, our bodies and our health. Um, so those three colors are kind of like an easy way mm-hmm. if you're kind of looking and going, oh, that's different. In terms of texture um i was very surprised when Mm -hmm. i found this out and i mean i'll talk about it Mm -hmm. soon um but there shouldn't be any clots really yeah because i've heard that like yeah because you think you think that the endometrial lining is shedding itself so it should come out in clots yeah that's what i used to think okay but it should not okay it should be a bit smoother like maybe there'll be a little bumps and stuff in it sometimes but even then it's not great but it should not come out in big chunks because oh, okay. I, what what I know, and of course, like I mm-hmm. I haven't talked. No, I think I spoke to my doctor about this. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I've heard that so long as it's like smaller than an Australian five cent piece, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. should be fine. Like if it should be, if it's yeah. happening like lots of them, mm-hmm. maybe not so much. But mm-hmm. like, uh, it it also depends like how thick it is. Yeah, if it's like the thinness of a five mm-hmm. cent piece. Yeah fine yeah if it's a bit of sinewy like globby stuff yeah that's fine but you can definitely tell the difference between like a clot oh okay and something that looks like fruit usually from (laughs) yogurt you know it's like you're like yeah yeah yeah. so we're not looking for fruit on the bottom is that (laughs) not the the little bits of blueberry in your chobani yogurt okay so you don't that's a no we should be concerned and go yeah if it looks like chobani go to your doctor Yeah, so just kind of if there's lots of chunks or if it kind of all happens at once, like you feel like the whole individual oh. lining just mm. like falls out. Of you. Oh, okay, it goes for efficiency. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> that's not so great either. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's all about kind of like um, I mean, like we're not medical practitioners, so we should probably be like, hey, yeah, go yeah, to your GP. Like we're not, but mm. that's definitely what I yeah. stress is go to your GP. Everything yeah. I've learnt is through all of my extensive um, uh, own trips mm. to the doctor and surgeries and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, so, like, and it, it'll be, like, a 15-minute appointment usually, so that's built, built by Medicare. Like yeah. It, it'll be easy, in and out, yeah. make an appointment, come in with your notes, be like, is this normal, is this normal, is this normal? Yeah. Wait. And, and don't be weird about it. Like, doctors deal with this much worse stuff every day. Way I worse. think they'd be very happy to mm-hmm. just see a, a woman taking care of her um, yeah. health. Yeah. Doctors can't be weird about that stuff, <laughs> then they couldn't get through med school. Yeah. I mean, well. I like to see a female doctor, but I have 
uh, my regular doctors now, I have two of them, uh, mm-hmm. both male, and they're really great. So, yeah. yeah, it's up to the person. Absolutely, like individual preference and yeah. kind of like yeah. what your health. What makes you feel comfortable. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, okay, so period pain. Normal? Not normal? How? <laughs> what do? It's on a spectrum. So uh, I guess there's two two kind of main times of our cycle that we get uh, pain. Mm-hmm. So you'll get it like what people what PMS stands for mm-hmm. um, premenstrual like stress. Um, no, premenstrual syndrome. It's syndrome. Not, yeah. yeah. So it's actually about a week before you actually get your mm-hmm. period, and so there'll be a little bit of pain there because it's just the way that the mm-hmm. hormones are changing. Um, I always get super weepy. Yeah, like, just yeah. a little bit more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so people actually notice more kind of sensitivity and pain and stuff at that that yes. one week beforehand. Yes, I totally read this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, but. In terms of pain, it should be enough that you can go about your daily life with. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't have massive pain in your lower back or stabbing pain in your abdomen or in your upper stomach or... Um, shouldn't you shouldn't be vomiting. You shouldn't be vomiting. You shouldn't have migraines, um, headaches in general, just a no-no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so pain, I used to think, was normal. Mm-hmm. I was told, oh, every woman goes Everyone gets like, cramps. Oh, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. And I just get on with my day. Um, but if you have to take a Panadol, mm-hmm. then it's not, it's not good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, like, that is, I suppose that's so up to your own, like, individual I mean, pain threshold as well. Different people have different pain yeah. thresholds, but in a general rule, mm. women shouldn't should be, you know, buying a pack of Panadol every single month because mm. it gets that bad. Yeah. That means that we need to change something else in yeah. our lives. Yeah. yeah. I certainly found that based on what contraceptive pill I was taking, yeah. my pain changed and mm-hmm. I never got cramps before I was on the pill. Well, that's because it changes our hormones. So it's different pills will have different effects. So some, like uh, your general one that most doctors will recommend you to go on to the first time, the mm-hmm. contraceptive pill, um, I think it's Levlin. Levlin, it's yeah. And yeah. it's like super It's an easy, estrogen yeah. pill. Hmm. So it's going to raise your estrogen levels and that's going to do something different um, to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, other pills like Lizanne is a progesterone pill. So mm-hmm. that's going to do something different because it's, Definitely not estrogen and it's oh. a different hormone. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. And yeah, you can actually ask for this at your doctor. You can ask them to trial oh. different pills with you to find out which one works better. Ah. Yeah. All these things I wish I had known. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, actually, what I do want to say from personal experience, just mm-hmm. to go back to yeah. um, color and consistency mm-hmm. for period discharge, if it changes, take note don't necessarily be concerned but just take note at first because what I didn't realize was I went on um, I switched pills Mm -hmm. and I went on one pill I was like oh I'm not like as heavy as I usually am Mm -hmm. that must be the pill no I was iron deficient so (laughs) just you know Right. Um, take yeah. some notes about what's happening with your body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't freak out, but um do see a doctor. <laughs> don't go on the internet and search it. Oh no, that's that just all, makes everyone scared. Uh, it does. Because like you you always find those articles where it's like woman dies <laughs> mysteriously <laughs> in apartment. Oh, <my> <laughs> oh good. 
I mean, we yeah. could say she bled to death. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke. <laughs> I still laughed. <laughs> it landed well. Yeah. You picked your audience. Yeah, yeah, totally. um, so bringing it back to, um, is there anything else you wanted to cover on, like, period pain? Uh, not really. I think yeah. I covered most of it. Like, it's definitely dependent on the person. But like I said, it, no stabbing pain in your back, in your abdomen. Um, yeah, you shouldn't be getting migraines or vomiting. That is a very bad sign. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, but to have something wrong, you don't have to have any pain at all. So I just mm. want to stress that. So yeah, that's true. Don't just assume because you're pain-free, you're mm. fine. Uh, but that's not to scare anyone. That's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, treat your yeah, downstairs bits. Yeah, still see GP. Yeah, see GP, even see if you're GP. not in pain. Yeah, just to, just to have a checkup. Like you yeah. would for everything else. Yeah. I know that, like... My own medical history has made me very comfortable with, mm-hmm. like, regular checkups just for the sake right. of checking yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that's not the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, because it does cost money. And that's I mean, true. That's, that's a hard thing, but it's something I realised, and my mum stresses to me a mm-hmm. lot, um, your health is one of the most important things. So sometimes mm-hmm. we just have to not go to the movies that week yeah. and go to the doctor instead. Yeah. And it's like, this is... You know, it's an investment because, in a way, you can, like, have those regular checkups. Mm-hmm. And that means that, you know, hopefully, uh, I can't say always, but hopefully you'll catch stuff, you know, if there is early. anything wrong, you'll catch it early. Or you'll yeah. be like, oh, we've been tracking these symptoms since whenever. And yeah. that means that, you know, for me, that means that that's normal. So if, like, this occurs with this combination, it's usually fine. Like, mm. yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just quickly before we go on to our things I've never said segment, I just want to touch on hygiene products, pros and cons, tampons. Tampons. I mean, I think they're the most used uh, Mm. product out there. Um, and I had a really great, uh, quote, which I'm just going to pull up now. Absolutely. Um, a woman could go through up to 15,000 period products in her lifetime. During those 450 periods, the average woman uses between 12,000 and 15,000 pads, tampons, and panty liners. That's, That's a lot of... That is, which is 15,000. I can't picture that yeah. much. And um, on average, uh, I found this out the other day, which mm-hmm. is really interesting, um, the amount of tampons in one box is actually 18. And the reason it is that mm-hmm. way... Uh, is because that's the average amount of tampons a woman would use in her, or just like a one period. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Like you yeah. buy for each period. And that I mean, some sense. people use yeah. more and less. Um, yeah, it depends on your flow. I used to use a lot more, uh, but that I will talk about later as yeah. well. Um, yeah. It comes down to other issues. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, tampons are probably, for me, the easiest form because they're just so simple and... Mm-hmm. You can go swimming, you can be active, and yeah. you don't really have to worry about that. I mean, they're really uncomfortable for some women. Yeah, I hate them. Um, we have different, you know, pelvises and mm. makeup. So yeah. for each person, it really is a personal choice. Um, Plus toxic shock. And that's what I was just mm. about to touch on. Uh, and that can be really dangerous. And then also, I mean, you have some organic cotton ones, mm-hmm. but they're very expensive. You know, how much so do you want expensive. to spend each month? Mm. Um, you also have pads and stuff. Some people get uh, uncomfortable with the feeling. Mm. Others are very comfortable with it because um, yeah. it's not so invasive. I think what I'd really love to like 
push is the some people call it a moon cup or a menstrual cup yeah stuff like that i think that's really great because it's so ethical and mm-hmm. at the moment that's like a really big thing mm-hmm. um it's reusable it's not really that disgusting like you just wash it out make sure it's mm-hmm. clean i mean like we're already used to like if you have a period you're already used to like seeing the blood dealing with it anyway yes yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the best Game of Thrones references. <laughs> 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 um, I'll just leave that there. But uh, uh, women are used to the blood. So, yeah, I guess having it in a cup and tipping yeah. it out, washing it out, isn't so much of a problem. Yeah. Sanitation can be a bit risky, but you've yeah. just got to choose the places you change it. Um, well, or plan yeah. but you can leave it in there for 12 to 15 hours. So, mm. And you're I not going to get toxic shock with the moon. No, no, right? you're not. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, as long as you do your research before you buy and you don't buy it, mm. you get like one of those free ones on the Facebook ads or yeah. something because you don't know what kind of plastic they're made of. Yeah, uh, you want silicon because mm. uh, mm-hmm. that's Medical-grade yeah, silicon. Because that's not got BPA or anything in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is, is if a woman is using... Uh, contraception like the Mirena mm. or like an IUD, mm. uh, they can run the risk of pulling it out. Oh my! Oh gosh! Sorry. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a bit graphic uh, for anyone listening. Um, I mean, like it, it wasn't. You didn't do a graphic description. No, I just I have a vivid imagination. Yeah, I thought you were. So yeah, just being careful. Like I mean, anyone who is on those kinds of contraception. Mm. Um, be careful, maybe talk to your doctor <laughs> before investing in a menstrual cup. Um, yeah. And I'm, oh, there's also uh, period um, underwear. Yes, 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 that's right. Have you used any? I haven't. I want to. Mm-hmm. I I haven't actually looked into them, so I like I don't have enough information to comment, mm-hmm. but I, I, I idea. personally have not uh, invested in them mm-hmm. just because uh, in my own experience, mm-hmm. uh, I had a very, very, very heavy flow mm-hmm. and a lot of clotting and everything. Yeah. So that made me uncomfortable, um, which is why I could never really use things like pads and stuff mm-hmm. because it would just become very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for women who are quite healthy, uh, that would be a great investment. Yeah. Uh, and you just machine wash them. Yeah, which is the best part. Like, just wash and rewear, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. just, like, normal underwear. Mm-hmm. I have heard that there is kind of, like, you can get different, like, levels, levels for different, different flows. Yes. But even so, like, I think it's one of those things where, I don't know. I probably, I I think if I was to invest in it, mm-hmm. I would um, buy that, buy the period underwear, mm-hmm. and then also buy the maybe buy like a moon cup or Mm. or use a tampon use them at the same time Mm. uh, and see how it goes and then if i'm feeling comfortable then transition i mean it's always up to the person and you know your own body best no one's going to be able to tell you absolutely okay yeah (laughs) um while we are here i Mm -hmm. think i think it's important that we just talk about like period poverty just before we go on to the next segment um but yeah, because fun fact, um, the menstrual cup was invented in 1937 yeah. by an actress. I know. Yeah, it's so cool. Leona Chalmers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, period poverty is a lack of access to menstrual hygiene products for financial reasons. And that can have like a really huge knock on effect because mm. like you think of people missing work or missing school because they're worried about like visibly bleeding or they're worried about like. And they're embarrassing themselves, social situations, but also, I mean, 
I don't know about you, but just like I have this irrational fear of a shark in a swimming pool, I have an irrational oh fear of bleeding on chairs. Just, oh, I, yeah. I have a fear of uh, white pants mm. or a white skirt. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and so uh, what I've learned from my research into it is that uh, ways that we can help is to destigmatize the talk around yeah. period so that, you know, people feel comfortable talking about it and asking for help and asking for advice and... You can also donate to cool charities like Share the Dignity, yeah. which like do really cool fundraisers for women who are not able to access it. What might be useful in the future, just in case anyone who is an inventor is listening, is mm-hmm. um, we need to consider making like hygiene products that are good for disabled people because like the logistical issues yeah. involved with all the current ones have they all presume that you are able-minded and able-bodied. And that yeah. you can do it unassisted. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's something that needs to be investigated. And I guess, you know, we're not going to get funding for that unless people start talking about it and unless people start writing to their local yeah. MPs and stuff about it. I mean, there's a really great, um, I follow them on Instagram. They're called Period Talk Education Program. Ooh. And what they do is they actually go into schools mm-hmm. and they do the whole, like, um, breaking down these walls that we seem to build about Ooh. talking about periods, and they go through all different topics, and they talk to the girls. They make cookies that look like tampons that are bloody. Love it's it. amazing. So, yeah, they can go into your school. So if there's any, like, parents, I mean, I don't know if any parents listen to this, but uh, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, or anyone that works in the school, uh, yeah, you can actually get them to come into your school. And I'm not, like, connected to them at all. Well, yeah. I mean, and for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's... Really we have great. No connections or <laughs> donations coming through. But yeah, it's a program that you can get and it's called periodtalk.com.au. Cool. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really great. Yeah, no, that is really cool. Heck yeah. Uh, what else is really great is that uh, as of January 1st this year, there is no longer a tampon tax. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the best thing ever. Yes, finally. <laughs> um, so now it is time. For the Things I've Never Said segment, where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. So, our first submission today is, I know I shouldn't think my period is dirty or gross, but I do. How can I look at it as less icky and more natural or whatever? That's such a great question. Um, I struggle with this Mm. myself. Ditto. I I think, I was going to say pretty much every girl goes through it, but... Not like each person will be at a different um, level. It is a natural thing. I know that sounds corny to say. Um, but it's, it's a factual thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I definitely go to the doctor if it makes if it makes you feel icky. Then maybe something's up. You know. Oh, I see. Because what you mean. I used to think mine was really icky and sticky and disgusting and dark and painful. And then I found out it wasn't meant to be that way. Oh, yeah. And then um, when I was working with my uh, doctors, we got to a point where it became quite less clogged and mm. a bit smoother and not as long. Like periods should only last three to five days. They should yeah. not last five to seven days. Mm. And you shouldn't um, get like three in a row. You shouldn't put yeah. up with a period that just like stays there for two months yeah. straight. And they shouldn't... Be, yeah, they shouldn't be icky, like, to feel. Mm. Um, maybe think about investing in a different kind of um, sanitary product. Yeah. Maybe that might help. Uh, I guess 
it comes down to kind of just working on your mental health too. Mm. Like, how do we how do we look at it? I I mean, we are kind of taught that it's something that's meant to be hidden and not mm. talked about. So, and particularly for like people who like aren't women but still have periods, like for people who are yeah. trans, people who like don't identify with any particular gender you know Absolutely. like and that can be super confronting and it can yeah. be very hard because mm. it's, it's kind of like a constant yeah um, thing that's happening that doesn't mm. connect with how you identify yeah so uh yeah definitely talk to a doctor mm. um but maybe also source uh, something that's going to help you mentally that could just even just be talking to some really good friends yeah um and just having tiny bit of courage to say look this is happening mm. um and just talk about it it can be so uncomfortable at first mm. but once you start talking to your friends whether they're female male whoever you feel comfortable talking to i think that definitely helps because then you feel like you're not in it alone yeah and it doesn't have to be so disgusting absolutely i yeah. think i was reading about it on this really good article on medium which i will hopefully remember to pop in mm-hmm. the show notes um, but it talks about the four like stages of oppression historically, mm-hmm. and um, the first is like separation. So like if we look at it in terms of periods, which this article did, it was like okay, so initially um, women were separated whenever they were on their periods, or like people who were bleeding were separated whenever they were on their periods. Like they weren't allowed out in public. Uh, they weren't allowed to perform certain things, uh, like confinement when you're pregnant, kind of similar thing, but way more shameful. Not being Mm. allowed to go to school just because you have your period. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And then the second thing was, I think, uh, where it's okay so long as it's not visible. So, Mm. like, it's okay so long as you've got a tampon in, so long as no one knows that it's happening. No one talks about it. Yeah. Um, And then... uh, there was like a stage before this and then it was like openness about it so it's just like radically normal now yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um i mean a lot of people would be uncomfortable if i was to say just go out and start talking to anyone about your period yeah yeah (laughs) it is personal Mm -hmm. i probably wouldn't just talk to a stranger about it Mm -hmm. i mean i talked to my doctor for the first time and he was a stranger but um, but he's a doctor like the the context is important yeah um but yeah, we definitely need to get to the point where talking to friends and family yeah. is not weird. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And each person can define their own weirdness. But, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't make you uncomfortable. No, because, like, it's just, it, it's a basic fact of your life. Like, this is how you exist as a human being. It's a natural yeah. function, and, like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. No. Yeah. Um, okay, so our next submission is... I am so caught between explaining that I feel more sensitive or irritable because I'm on my period, because it is a real reason, and feeling like if I do, it perpetuates the idea women are irrational when they're on their period. <laughs> How can I explain without setting feminism back 50 years? Feels! Ah, <laughs> uh, this, this is an interesting one. Mm. Um, I mean, women don't have to be more temperamental. Uh, like, there's no actual science that says every single woman is more angry or more touchy no. during her period. So I think let's break that myth down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <just laughs> yes, really passionate let's about start. that. Okay. Um, also, I think talk up, say, look, I'm going through this at the moment. I'm a bit more sensitive, 
but that doesn't mean that I'm going to work any less hard mm. and I will be here 110%. I just need you to be a bit more aware. Yeah. It's the same as if someone had a broken arm. You're not going to make them lift the bag. Yeah, like this is, I think you are so right in saying that because it's not so much that um, having your period changes and like and all those hormones change the way that you think and behave. It just means that like you have different tolerance levels mm. and that you have different needs for that bit of time there. It doesn't change like the way that you think. I yeah. mean, when I when I get the flu, mm -hmm. I can get quite snappy because yeah. I just don't have the patience anymore. Exactly, because you're mm -hmm. you're trying to heal yourself. Yeah. And I mean, that's what women go through every month. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How great are their bodies? Yeah. Um, but I think, I don't know, setting up, it might be hard, hard in every workplace, but setting up kind of a an environment where you can come to work and say, this is what I'm feeling today. And this is how I would appreciate mm. being treated. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I try and practice that uh, in my work. Um, and most of the time it goes really well. Yeah. Uh, but that's a luxury. I know that's mm. a luxury. Not everyone can have that. Uh, but yeah, to, to answer this question, mm. I definitely think say something, but then reiterate that it doesn't mean that you're going to be any less effective. Yeah. Being a woman and menstruating doesn't mean that we're weak. Yeah. Bloody strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I, and I suppose, like, if you're a bit nervous at first, then you don't have to say it's because of your period. Yeah. You could just say, I'm feeling a bit sensitive today. Or, yeah, and let them believe yeah. whatever they want. Yeah, because, I mean, day. really, like, that's the bottom line. It's you shouldn't not, have to clarify. Yeah, you don't need to, really. No. Like, no. Yeah. And if they keep pressing for an answer, well, it's not really their business mm. if you don't want to share. Yeah. And if it, I don't know, like, I don't know what the dynamic of any particular workplace may be, mm -hmm. but, like, if you tell someone that you work with or if you, like, tell a, a loved one that you need them to, like, just be a little bit extra careful with you today or whatever, and they're upset by that uh, or, or maybe, like, they just need a reason why, I, I, I don't know, maybe that's something else that needs to be unpacked. Yeah, because, maybe that's more yeah. about them... Or a relationship, mm. or um, not a relationship as in just you and your partner, but yeah. the relationship you have with that other person. Yeah. Um, maybe unpack that a bit, or maybe sit them down and yeah. say, You get a bit weird when I mention that I'm yeah. sensitive. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, um, what do you think about that? Let's let's talk through this. Yeah. That kind of. Or yeah. if the other person's not going to cooperate, mm. just schedule you, that time of the month where maybe you're out of the office, yeah. or <laughs> you're doing errands, or just. Yeah, schedule it so mm -hmm. that it suits you. Make life more comfortable for you. Yeah, and, like, that, there's nothing wrong with that because what you're also doing then is making yourself more effective than yeah. you otherwise would have been. Yes. PMS. Let's let's just talk about that just a little bit before we go. Yes. Um, what is it? How do we deal? What can we realistically expect? Yeah. So we kind of touched on the fact so that it was... Premenstrual syndrome, yeah. not premenstrual stress. No, which I always I mean that does happen. <laughs> oh yeah, all the time. But um, yeah. So we touched on that earlier, and we talked about pain, and we talked about that kind of thing. I guess what I'll go into now is ways mm. to kind of deal with it. So um, some people may think this is silly, uh, but it's definitely helped me. So I'm going to just talk about it. Uh, essential oils. Ooh. They are really beneficial, mm -hmm. and they may be expensive to begin with, but they last. So long. I can vouch for that. I have um, an atomizer and an oil burner 
Botswana, <laughs> Burner at home, um, yep. and I prefer using well, the like a diffuser. Yes, yeah. Um, yes. Is that an atomizer? Uh, so it's yeah, on yeah, the, the steam. Put, yeah, it? you put it a few drops in the water in yeah. the bowl, and then it steams yeah. throughout the room. It's so yeah. much cheaper in the long term than candles. Absolutely, um, but you can also use them on yourself. So you yeah, can you get the little rollable ones. Yeah, from so I actually Doterra, have a is... little. Um, I'm gonna have to describe Ooh. it because you can't see what I'm doing. I have a tiny little pencil case um, that I keep it's in tiny. my It's like a little bag. coin purse. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little coin purse. Um, and so I made my own little rollers, and oh. each one's probably the size of, like, my finger. It's um, like a really small lip gloss. Like, you know the tester yeah. lip glosses that you get? That's Similar size. to that. Yeah. And um, they all have a little roller mm-hmm. mud on the top, um, and then each one is a different oil. So I have my lavender, I have my Easy Air, which is like a combination of a few... Um, I have my peppermint uh, and a few others. Mm-hmm. But some really great ones for PMS, um, there's kind of like a top five. So you have lavender, mm-hmm. eucalyptus, yeah. rose, this one's going to mm-hmm. confuse a few, ylang ylang. Oh, is that, how, how do you say it? Because I always said it lang lang. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be very, very wrong. I have no idea. But it's spelled Y-L-A-N-G dash Y-L-A-N-G. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That one. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then the last one is uh, mint. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and so what I used to do uh, when I'd have really bad ones is I would drop it onto my stomach. Oh, and chamomile as well. Mm. Uh, but drop it onto my stomach, and then I'd like rub it in, or I'd mm. drop it onto my lower back and rub it in. And that would really help me. I mean, other people recommend um, hot water bottles mm. or heat packs. Um, a really nice way is an Epsom salt bath. Epsom salt. Um, and oh, if you're shit. worried about spending a lot of money on Epsom salts, because they can be expensive, mm. um, once again, not affiliated, but um, bulk foods, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually go into them and buy in bulk. And when I say in bulk, mm-hmm. you could buy up to like five kilos of the mm. stuff. And it's quite cheap because it's yeah. at um, those bulk prices. Absolutely. Like, you can try them out. You can pay, I think it's like $8 for a small cardboard box of them at Coles or Woolies. Yeah. Um, and it's plastic-free because it doesn't have, like, a plastic bag on the inside, the ones that I they had. Like, used to yeah. do that, not anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's like, if you get one of the smaller cardboard boxes, I think that that's three cups. And so you use about, like, two to three cups in an Epsom salt bath. So yeah. it's like a lot in inverted commas yeah but which is I why i it. try and buy in bulk because mm. then um i'm not spending as much absolutely um the other thing is and i this comes down to like lifestyle change uh mm. is exercise and nutrition mm-hmm. um and not everyone can afford this and not everyone can make it happen it depends on the person but um definitely there are noticeable changes with pms um when you start to exercise. And exercise doesn't have to mean, like, CrossFit. Uh, <laughs> Don't go from zero to CrossFit. No, too so you will injure yourself very badly. Um, but it just means, like, walking, even. Mm. Just go for a walk or do something you enjoy. If you enjoy a Zumba class, you go to a Zumba class. If mm. you enjoy uh, yoga, do yoga. If you enjoy, like, pumping iron with metal music, go and do it. Like, um, everything's going to be beneficial because uh, what it does is it regulates our hormones for us. And the same with eating well. Um, I, I guess, like, I have a, an Instagram account that is about eating well and yeah. everything. So if you plug that, look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of recommends or gives you inspiration. 
Um, but it's just about being balanced with our foods. Like, uh, not everyone's going to understand what I'm saying right now, but look it up. There's carbohydrates or carbs. There's fats, uh, which we try to get good fats, and then there's proteins. And you just want to have a good balance of all of those three mm. in every meal. And what that does is it, it helps our hormones regulate themselves. Yeah. Fat and a bit of exercise. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that What we're saying is so interesting. We only have a little bit of time left. Yeah. Is there anything that you could, like, is there any way you could, like, kind of round yeah. it up in, like, just a um, two-minute Well, kind I guess of... I, can, I can talk from my own experience. Um, I've been kind of uh, hinting towards it most mm. of this time. My experience was that I always thought what I had, like, pain and whatnot was normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and throughout my years of uni, when I had high amounts of stress and then moving home when I came to Brisbane and whatnot like that, um, my stress levels would fluctuate, uh, and so that upsets hormones. Mm. And I went from being quite underweight to being what they classify as overweight. I didn't look it, but I was, in the mm. doctor's terms, overweight. And now I'm sitting at a more normal spot. Um, and I got diagnosed with so many different things. I got mm. diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome. I got um, I had ultrasounds on my stomach, on my liver, on my blood, all of these different things. And it wasn't until last November, so we're, what, what are we now? Uh, we're in May. May? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't until last November that I just went to, I was trying to find a new local GP. Mm-hmm. And she said, let's just do a blood panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came back that I had, and when I say extremely, I mean like, deathly extreme low iron mm-hmm. and I'd never known of this and so in like a whirlwind within two weeks I was in surgery and diagnosed with endometriosis oh, and uh, polycystic ovary syndrome now one in ten women have endometriosis and one in seven women have PCOS mm-hmm. so I just want to put it out there that um, even though we've been talking about this quite lightly mm. I really stress that people go and talk to someone because I would have never known if I didn't just go yeah. for like a GP checkup and get a blood test. <laughs> yeah. Like it was the, uh, usually women, um, it takes five to 10 years to be diagnosed, uh, which is such a crazy thing. And like with my experience, you get diagnosed with all different kinds mm. of um, other things in the process. So yeah. If that kind of sounds similar to your situation, please. Yeah. Go and see someone. Go see a doctor. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for coming on. It has been a joy to speak with you, Carly. Thank, Thank you. you. And quickly, before we go, to wrap up, what would you do if you 10,000 people would do the same? I would go and get a blood test. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and just ask my doctor to check all my hormones and all of my levels of uh, iron, calcium, all of those good things. Heck, yes. Look at you being responsible, taking care of us. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Um, do you have anything that you would like to plug? So you've got your social media stuff for your, uh, is it nutrition? Yeah, yeah. nutrition um, and like health coaching. I will eventually be a PT in the coming future. That's exciting. So, but I'm still in training. So. <laughs> so I will pop your Instagram in the show notes Thank and I will you. plug that for you. Uh, is there a Facebook thing that we can find you on? Um, I also have, like, I mean, that Instagram for the nutrition mm-hmm. and everything is put into a Facebook Facebook page. And I also have my acting account Yes, as well. excellent. So we will put those in the show notes. <laughs>
thank you again for coming on. It's, it's been so lovely. My pleasure. Yay! <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Um, thanks as always to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the show. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott, music by Jessica Fletcher. If you've stumbled upon us, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod and Facebook as StumbleThroughPodcast. Thank you, and we'll see you next time, folks. Bye! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.